We're going to the gate. 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 You know what? I don't want to play defense. Are you kidding me? Mike Gaynor. What the hell's going on? You're playing it safe. I. A brick. It's amazing. No way in hell I'm touching it. Are you kidding? You. I. That was really fun. Hello and welcome to the Sports Anomaly. I'm your host, Adrian Tadzaniga, and I am joined live by the one and only, the man from Denmark, Copenhagen's own, he's American, it's Jeremy Stein. Jeremy, say hello. How are you doing? Hello. How are you doing? Great. I'm terrible at giving bios for people until they're on the show the second time. So tell us everything you want us to know about you right now. What are you working on? Um, uh, it's undisclosed. Undisclosed, fantastic. <laughs> now you've worked at a, you've worked at a, uh, you've worked on Madden. You've worked. Give us like your overall resume that makes somebody go like, okay, I see why you'd be on this podcast. Although I don't see the point in it, but I. I don't know. either. Um, but yeah, I used to work on Madden. Um, I helped invent some of the ratings on Madden, like short throwing power accuracy, and uh, a short throwing power medium and medium accuracy. All of them, you know. It's, I thought maybe you just did short, and then they were like, "Well, that, we're good. We're <laughs> we good. Don't have we're to gonna let the pros else. handle deep throwing accuracy." Yeah, that's yeah. perfect. <laughs> that is kind of uh, how it played out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they fired you immediately but, after. Yeah. But, you know, it's fine. Um, uh, I've also worked on the quick hit football game, so it's also another sport ball game. And uh, more recently, I've worked on uh, the Merge, Dragon, Merge Dragons game uh, for Graham Games in London. And uh, now I'm out here, and, uh, you know, there'll be an article about what I'm doing later, but I can't say it now. I understand. We don't want you to spoil – no spoilers on the spoiler alert. Hashtag. Uh, to really get to know you, we're going to put you through a three-question interview. Uh, so here it goes. Question number one, it's Pokemon Go Battles, but sports. You have to pick three different athletes to be on your team from three different sports. You can pick any era, anybody you want. Just to give you an idea, Ken Danico was on Rich Grisham's team. So you can pr have some pretty deep cuts here. Uh, wow. Who are you going to take as your three athletes in three different sports? Can they? Do they have to all be real athletes? No. I mean, I can't wait to... Find out who you pick as a fake athlete. Oh, well, I mean, uh, Tecmo Super Bowl, Randall Cunningham. I'm, I'm uh, probably should take that, Tecmo Super Bowl, Bo Jackson, but I would take Randall Cunningham. That's fair. Okay, uh, got it. That's one. That's your football. Yep. And then, oh, do I have to pick different sports for the other ones? Different sports. Oh, that's easy. Um, then I assume just for if we're fighting people, of course, Zizou, Zinedine Zidane. Oh, he's uh, good. yes. He might score a goal. He might headbutt you. It's violence and talent and grace. Isn't that what we're looking for here? I love it. Um, and then I think for, uh, oh, man, uh, for baseball, obviously um, famous uh, ballet enthusiast, uh, sports fisherman, and uh, number 14 Minnesota Twins world champion 1987, Ken Herbeck. Ken Herbeck. <laughs> man, what a legend. Uh, I don't. I doubt you've listened to this podcast every episode, but you've probably heard this part. There was, um, I watched the replay of the Twins winning the World Series in 1987 because oh. uh, there's a pandemic. And it was on, and I watched the uh, extra innings, and there was a, this amazing moment when Dan Gladden singled with a broken bat. And the announcer said something like, We've got the catch. Maybe now we're going to have the bat. 
you know <laughs> and i was like oh my god that aged so hilariously because we absolutely do not have the bat no uh, one no one remembers i was at that wow. game oh really yeah that was my holy fir- crap that was my first world series game was the 87 world series final uh that's, game seven that's serious we were next Man. to the roof i've been to a world series game and it was fantastic yeah um do, I was at I the mean, bat you, game, as no one remembers it. Yeah, do you remember going, oh, we've had... <laughs> I clearly... I remember air horns and being oh. very close to air horns and how loud that was at the roof of the Metrodome. That's amazing. That game but was I, insane. I just remember it for the bat. I don't remember it her back. <laughs> no one else all. remembers anything but the bat, but no, somehow it's, I... It's a huge moment. <laughs> all right, number two. Uh, this is... Um, you. If you could make a Pez dispenser, but it had to be of your sports video gaming hero... Who would it be? Oh, so Pac-Man's too on the nose. Sports <laughs> video gaming hero? Like yeah. the, the character? Yeah. Oh, geez. Um, sports video game hero. Oh, I guess it would be um, uh, Xavier Henson, a uh, longtime fake running back of uh, my many incidentally football uh, career mode teams. Franchise wow. mode, I guess. Dynasty mode? Dynasty, Dynasty mode. Dynasty mode. What team I'd... did he play for? Always played for my imaginary Tulane team that always mysteriously won national championships. That's great. Oh my god, I that's amazing. I, you know, I've never answered this question, but I think now that you you've inspired me, and I think it would be Lucius Dufresne who was my um, oh. my Madden running back. He was this guy who had like a sixty on energy in, injury, and <laughs> was just unbelievable otherwise. But literally, if he got hit, like I would run out of bounds <laughs> with everything I've got. But then after a while, I would build him up and get XP, oh. and then I, I built up his uh, his ability to get hit. And it, I mean, he was incredible. <laughs> he was. Just I remember. I remember him, and from I remember oh, yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. No, you would recreate that glass cannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, free do free. I think is his Twitter, <laughs> or maybe it's just Lucius do free thirty two. I can't remember, but he does have a Twitter account. He was the one I created a Twitter account for, and it's got you know some wisdom. Okay, oh. finally, the third question is sports meets Star Wars. So I'm gonna name a sports. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna name a, a Star Wars character at random, and you have to tell me what sport they play. Hilariously, oh, yeah. I just it just came up. You get Greedo. Oh. Greedo, ah uh, man, um, what sport would invent involve you? You know, thinking you're about to get rich and instead get shot in the face. <laughs> uh, is that is that limit us to hockey? Um, Patrick so, Wah, yeah. Patrick Wah, take so it you're saying, to the face. <laughs> but so you're saying Greedo would be the goalie of the Montreal Canadiens? Yeah, but without the mask. If but, if Patrick oh, right. Wah forgot the mask at home, <laughs> that's pretty good. All right. Uh, moving on, now we're going to have our love and hate for the week. Uh, I'm going to kick us off. My love of the week is hockey is back. I'm loving it, and I'm loving that it's just from – it's like all day long hockey. But mm. as a Blues fan, I'm hating the clock. They lost with 0.1 seconds left on the clock, and it was uh, painful because they're in the playing round – or not playing round. It's like a round-robin thing. Um, and I also want to commend the, the hockey for how they're doing their playoffs. It is complicated. And if you have to explain it to someone, it's like trying to teach a, a British person how baseball works. Nah. Um, but <laughs> I really like it. I think it actually really makes a lot of sense. And it's made for a lot of exciting stuff. So, all right. That's my love for the week. Jeremy, what's your love for the week? Oh, then I guess I got to go for uh, my second tier sport, which is MLS soccer, Minnesota Loons. Obviously, huge win over the San Jose Earthquakes in the playoffs. I mean, wow. wow. 
Wow. The, Go Loons. The Minnesota Loons? Minnesota United Loons. Yeah, that's their uh, that's their logo. And I guess, yeah, Go Loons. How great is that as a logo? And uh, so they're in the playoffs and they won. This is the MLS's back tournament? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. <laughs> I guess that's what they're calling it. And I'm pretty sure that means they're in the semifinals, which I think means there are four teams left. Right. I, I was so into the NWSL that I didn't jump into the MLS, and then oh. other things were coming back enough that I was like, okay. Uh, so I, I kind of um, I didn't get into the MLS, and it would have been my one opportunity. Oh. So, oh. you know, but now I've got the NWSL, and what do you have? All right, moving on to our hates of the week. I'm going to go, I'm going to start off uh, and say that the Cubs' excellence. Um, slash erasable record. Their excellent erasable record is my hate of the week. They're playing so well, and baseball is very clearly at any moment could just cease to exist uh, for the year. So I'm, I don't know, man. It's a it's a real push and pull with baseball right now to enjoy it. So, um, but they're great. And uh, Chris Bryant got sick, took himself off line. Got tested, didn't have coronavirus. Now he's back. That's how you're supposed to do it. Uh, what would you? What's your hate of the week? Uh, I can't watch any of these sports because I'm trapped in Copenhagen. So uh, right. let's see. Uh, my hate of the week. Oh, you know what? I think right now I'm missing Brentford Fulham. Uh, to uh, to I know everyone's excited about Brentford Fulham, uh, West London's finest, led by uh, famous Dane Thomas Frank, took over uh, Brentford. Had an early season, but after the break, really really piled it on. Also, Fulham relegated this year. Lots of Americans always playing for that team. Emerson Hyndman's already gone off to Atlanta United, but uh, I think they still got a few Americans on the team. Of course, the team of Clint Dempsey and other legendary Americans. Uh, and you Fulham. hate this team? It sounds like you like this team. I hate that I'm missing it right now. I'm not watching this game. Instead, I'm talking to you. Ah, that's a, yeah, <laughs> this is really bad for you. This is a terrible twist. It's horrible. I, so, yeah, I'm adjusting to Europe. Uh, sports time is always a challenge. Like, um, I just wake up and I watch the Cubs um, the condense game. That's sort of yeah. how I start the day. Um, with hockey, then I'll go to. Uh, this is mm. actually one of the greatest things. If you're a hockey fan, is DTM, uh, whatever it is, it's don't tell me the score dot com, whatever mm. those letters are, and they basically just compile all the uh, condensed games, so you can watch every mm. game in nine minutes, which is great during the playoffs. And you like, I'm not watching the Islanders, whoever <laughs> nine minute game, and you know they have games starting at five p.m. in London time right now. Mm. But I was just like. Uh, I don't know. It's really great. So that's what I'll do. And then if it's the playoffs, like big time playoffs, then I try to find. Well, I've I've subscribed to NHL.tv now, and I'll just watch anything at full. But uh, you know, as a human being, you don't want to go too far, and you're just like, okay, I'm not going to be a total nut. I'm just going to watch like my team. But uh, I mean, or Fulham, Fulham being your team, which is totally valid, because sure. you know they have Americans on the team um, and West London and West London. Uh, all right. Let's go to the news. Breaking news brought to you by Perfect Tommy. We're just going to do a quick rundown. We're going to be talking about FIFA. That's why I brought you on, Jeremy. You're a FIFA madman and better than anybody I've ever met who plays FIFA. So Kylian Mbappe was chosen as the global cover athlete. What do you think of that pick? I mean, 
great pick. Mbappe, fantastic player, explosive, young. I mean, uh, of course, uh, my the hate I almost put was you know them denying uh, a you know Messi a chance at another Ballon d'Or uh, in France. But you know that's partly because maybe after this year, Mbappe is one of the players who looks like he might have that locked up for a little while. So I, he's fantastic. He's amazing. He's my favorite soccer player. I was thrilled that he was on the game. It makes tons of sense because he's that good. Um, I just realized my sound is super loud. I have no idea how to fix it. That's fine. <laughs> I'm blowing out my own eardrums. I don't care. Uh, but, yeah, I love, I love Mbappe. I think it's a great, obvious choice. Um, did you see the tackle on him that might put him out of uh, the Champions The League? Atlanta one, that made me angry. Yeah. It's yeah. like all I want, like Champions League to me is kind of my, you, you know, people, as you age, you, it feels like, oh, you know what? I'll watch the playoffs. That's how I am with most sports now. Oh like, yeah. I'm not going to get involved with the sport, but once the playoffs come around, I'll sort of, you know, if one of the teams I like is in great, you know, it's just baseball for me. Now it's the Cubs, the blues and the Washington spirit. Those are my teams. Mm-hmm. I'll follow them every game, but everybody else, you know, I sort of let it drift into the playoffs or late in the season. Um, but Champions League is also that like thing that I, I'm just so invested in, and I want PSG to win it so bad. Chelsea's about to get their, their clock cleaned uh, for the second time, so they'll be wiped out. So no more Pulisic, which he pulled a hamstring, so there's uh, no more Pulisic anyway, so yeah. that's a disaster. Um, but yeah, moving on to the next news bit. I didn't write these down in any order. Um, <laughs> An official gameplay trailer was released for uh, UFC 4. I think we talked about this last week. I'm not good at my job. The full soundtrack can now be found on Spotify for the upcoming NBA 2K21. That's fine. I'm indifferent <laughs> about that. I'm not even going to get your opinion on that. Uh, you can, I like basketball. Right, yeah. NHL 21 will now uh, put its release date at October 16th, so everybody holding their breath for that. Um, you can continue to do so. And uh, yeah, I think, is there any, any, anything interesting on this list? I like that I'm just now looking at it. Um, <laughs> there's some, no, I don't care about any of that other stuff. Uh, okay, now it's time for us to move on to the feature section, the FIFA 21 feature reveal. So today, uh, FIFA 21 did a feature reveal, uh, which would have been implied by that headline that I just said. But Jeremy, being one of the superstars of FIFA, why, how? Here's the first question I have. Why are you so good at FIFA? Oh, well, um, mostly wasting more time than most uh, people should be devoting to their time. So, you know, FIFA, one of the nice things about uh, the profession of making games is that you can make the excuse for yourself to waste time playing a game. Uh, and FIFA uh, Ultimate Team has one of the best um, competitive game modes and also has one of the best, uh, you know, I guess pay to win game modes and ultimate team. So, uh, you know, having to learn about how competition works in games, uh, thankfully is, is a business case for me. Um, and I, I think sadly, or for better or for worse, I think it's actually been really helpful to me in just understanding how to run games and mobile games and live ops. So, uh, I think I just made myself even more hateable by saying that it made me better at making mobile games. Um, but uh, frankly, we'll put it another way. I'd, I'd say it honestly, sometimes was a cautionary tale and sometimes taught, uh, the value of being generous to your players. So I will give credit to EA in that way. It's something that, uh, other EA games have screwed up more, um, or haven't done as well, or they've taken the formula that works really well in FIFA, you know, like with battlefront, you couldn't 
you couldn't play with Darth Vader in Battlefront 2 when that came out, and no matter what mode you did, right. unless you spent a ton of money. FIFA, you can just go play with Messi as soon as you sit down with your friends. You open up the box and play with Messi. If you want him in the other mode, you have to spend money, and you could talk about that, but you can play with Messi in like eight different ways in FIFA every year. They have never screwed that up. They start screwing that up, I'll have a different opinion. Until then, I think in that way, they kind of don't get enough credit for having a really robust game that lets you play with your favorite players and do different things. So I, I'm i good at it because I'm obsessed with playing it. I, I try to understand it. It's the thing that I try to go deep on in terms of understanding. It helps me reference and understand other games. And I'm a hyper-competitive person, so beating you in FIFA is really enjoyable for me. <laughs> when you when you played FIFA 20, did you jump in? Like, are, Do you immediately go to MUT? Because I go to the online league where you basically have 10 games mm. to advance. But mm -hmm. do you play that or do you go with the, uh, the MUT? Because I just started playing MUT like three weeks ago because I was like, what is this? And then I, <laughs> I was like, no, nah, I'm too late in the game. Let me, let me back away from this. That's kind of a tough thing to come in late. I'll start from the beginning. I'm a FIFA whale, which means I'll spend, I don't know if that's how EA defines me, but I'm sure I fit into their whale category somehow. So I'll, I'll spend at least $1,000 on on foot every year. Holy um, crap. Yeah. So it's, yeah, again, it's an investment. So uh, yeah. And that is the correct response, um, which again is also, I will also play the game on other platforms where I'll spend no money. So I'll spend a ton of money on PlayStation like I did this year and then play it on play on PC and spend no money um, and try to understand what's the game like to play when you spend no money in a game and versus spending a lot of money. Um, so I'll start playing Ultimate Team very early. I'll also play this year. I started off an Ultimate Team, didn't play as much online seasons. And then the last few months, I've been playing a ton of career mode. Um, and normally I'll start off in career mode. This year, I, I took me later because last few years, career modes kind of sucked. Do you like, have you gotten to the first division in career mode? In uh, like the online seasons, like where you're playing head-to-head yeah. -head with people? Not this year. I'm in D3 on PC or on PlayStation, um, but I haven't gotten relegated yet. So I've got like one win and one loss in that. So I haven't really tried. Uh, I should do that. But the previous years, other than last year when I had a kid, um, made D1 on uh, both systems, Xbox and PlayStation, uh, for like about three years in a row. I found out recently that like uh, because I'd been playing FIFA 20 all year and then I, I jumped back in during the beginning of the pandemic to uh, I was like, you know what, let's get out of D4. Let's try to get to D3. And I was in D5 when I loaded it back up. But I found out that I had all these coins that I'd never used for anything and that I could use them to like there's certain <laughs> things where you get a you buy a tie yeah. or you buy a win. So I was just like, you know what? I don't care. I, I have no pride about this. I just want to advance. <laughs> and so I got to D3, lost out, got booted back to D4, ran out of all those things, then won my way back into D3. I guess oh. I got a weak field. And then now there, there's just no hope for me to keep advancing. These The, the guys in that at that range are too good. D3 is pretty good. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I, wonder, I also wonder like how much harder it is. So I got D1 when I was in America. I have not gotten D1 while playing against just Europeans. Ah, and that's interesting. So I wonder if, um, you know, East Coast and West Coast have done it, but I, I wonder if it's it's harder out here, you know, especially if you're you're playing Londoners or, Engl you know, people in England, like, 
Oh, they're good. They're good. Yeah, so. those are there. You're playing whales in that case. Here's, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna totally put you on the spot before we jump into this FIFA 21 stuff. But what would you say are like three to five tips if you're gonna play mutt? Is it mutt? No, it's fut. 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 Yeah. Which one's stupider? Let's talk about that. Is fut stupider oh. sounding than mutt? Oh, I mean, fut. Both sound dumb as shit. Yeah, they're well, so it's dumb. either fut or foot if you're gonna really. Like no, they foot, both sound you know terrible. What? I'm going to give you that one because if it were foot, like that's fine. At least <laughs> yeah. has like a, okay, that's, you're in Lisbon and you're playing foot or French, uh, France. But moot, you don't play moot and then, or mutt, 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 mutt. What are you doing? You're playing mutt? Yeah, um, it just sounds like you're going to puke if you've changed the mutt. Mutt. Yeah. Le mutt. Uh, no. Let no. I stand, um, uh, I, um, I think foot is dumber. Oh, do you Marginally. do? They're both okay. pretty dumb. It's a tie because I say foot, uh, foot okay. is stupider, but if you say foot, then, uh, <laughs> then it's you know, cooler. If you, okay, yeah. You know, if you sound like one of those people that, that changes the inflection. It's <laughs> like that friend of mine that I that got back from China. He was like, yeah, I just got back from Shanghai and Beijing. And I was like, okay, let's slow down. I do it, and uh, I want to choke myself out when I do it. But what would you say are like three to five tips when you, like I'm just jumping in, what is your strategy besides dropping a, a K? Oh, so besides spending, I have no idea. That's all I do. No, uh, <laughs> the, uh, to actually get better at the game, shorter, just wasting your life doing it. I mean, it's it's like anything that uh, the the way you practice in terms of feedback is really helpful. So I find playing in the uh, skill mode. Uh, just like trying to practice one skill and saying, hey, I'm not going to leave this skill mode until I've got 10,000 points. So I've not, like whatever the a rating us or like i won't stop doing this one until i've got at least a b on it and making sure to spend just 10 to 15 minutes before you actually go play a game of just in the practice mode of working on a specific skill um that's super helpful especially when the the you know the feel of the game changes every year and especially with fifa 21 lead in i should expect this this will be a, an even bigger change in terms of how the game feels every year so you know, when I'm looking at that game, I'll want to be saying, okay, what's what's the penalty on skill moves? Are ball rolls broken? Hey, they've got this new mechanic. Just start trying them out in a thing where I don't care what happens. I'm just trying to get that one thing down. Um, so just do a thing in the skill modes until you've done it right, whether it's the penalties, the shootout, defending, passing, whatever. And then just cherry pick all of them and then eventually be like this is easy for me um and then start picking the the harder ones um otherwise just do what is fun to you and also watch youtube videos i mean ah right so that's a, no that's good i mean I, I i find it funny that people shame you for that and it's like okay well i'm sorry that i'm getting a free resource to learn how to do something and that I've explored my interest. Again, that's, uh, there's all kinds of elements of trash talk and I respect that. Um, but I think, uh, Hey, if you want to win, you should take whatever resources you have and YouTube's awesome. Yeah. Um, so do I like, you do how much of the trigger, like special moves do you do? So I try to figure out whatever is useful every year, um, right. in terms of those. So every year ball rolls seem to be really effective. Um, and every player can do a ball roll. So learning how to do a ball roll, that's a great, great, uh, point. Uh, the ball roll is like, it should always be in your bread basket, especially if you're playing FIFA 20. If you, if you want to get good at FIFA 20, uh, just learn how to do the drag back and how to do ball rolls and, uh, shoot at the near post. 
kind of everything huh. else doesn't matter. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I basically just kick it. I just kick it long to Mbappe and hope he outruns everybody two to three yeah. times a game. That's, That's a good been point. A, yeah. That's my yeah. strategy for FIFA. If anybody's <laughs> like, oh, how do I get better? Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think the one big breakthrough I had playing soccer matches was when I played with my friend from London. And as an American, we just like are used to just driving forward, driving forward, driving forward. And he would just like pause, kick the ball back or like turn his back, not always be racing forward. And I was like, ah, that's a really that's the kind of stuff you can learn very simply. And you're like, oh, that's right. You have to play it like soccer. That's right. another great pro tip, which is uh, the other part, which is play against someone who really knows what they're doing a lot. You know, uh, hopefully don't play against someone who's too far against your skill level, but right. um, or, you know, get them to play with a terrible team and then play with, you know, the Pele All-Stars. Um, that's that is a great way. Like just even playing, you know, like playing against you and Kat is really helpful to me. You know, like I playing against people that are good um, and you have to kind of solve like when we were playing uh, the no fouls mode, right? I could not handle you. Right. I was definitely all over you on the fouls. Completely I'm like really violent. good at defense and very violent, <laughs> cap- violent adjacent. And when I and I I'll slide tackle generally. How many times would you say you slide tackle per game? Point five. Yeah, exactly. Like, I I will do it maybe three times, which you know six times the slide tackles. It really pays yeah. off. Yeah. Um, no. All right, let's move on to this FIFA 21 stuff. So I'm going to read out a feature that they've talked about. We're going to talk about it a little bit, but the first thing I want you to do is give me a, eh, it's probably bull, like a bullshit rating, you know, mm. because th- these features, you know, some are real, some aren't. So the yeah. first one is agile dribbling. And mm. the, they say, have you wanted to dribble like Bernardo Silva in FIFA? Well, now you can. So what do you think... What's your rating? You know, this is all predictive because we haven't played the game yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, how agile do you think the new dribble system will be? Well, there's how, how agile I think it will be and how agile I hope it won't be. Oh, right. Oh, that's interesting. It, Talk it, to might, me. it seems like it might be broken. Um, one of the one of the cool things about EA is that they'll uh, make sure to, uh, when they have a new feature, they'll make sure to really make sure you feel it. Um, and, and, and I do mean that as like normally a cool thing, but sometimes they'll, they'll overtune it. And this is one of those features where it may be like, unless you have Van Dyke, uh, you're just going to get just dusted every time. Um, so I'm curious if that'll be overly broken. However, uh, as you know, from my place, I love dribbling. So this might be other people's problem and they hate it. And I will just really, really love it. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I guess I'm not a big dribbler. I don't do anything that you were talking about with ball rolls or any of that. I'm just sort of like, I just try to cut and run and yeah. not get killed. Um, <laughs> but so yeah, agile dribbling. It's interesting to me. I my opinion of it is I don't feel like I'm going to use it properly, so I'm not that excited about it. But mm-hmm. hopefully it's a little more organic or there's something about it that actually makes me feel agile. But I couldn't agree more that a lot of times, you know, with EA, when you think about their story modes, when you think about their game modes, they they do not like subtlety. Like mm. when we were writing this one thing for Madden, I was like, oh, we could have this thing that you can unlock um, where uh, you can move the team to London. But you, you know, and there's this owner and this whole storyline happens. But if you never do X, Y, and Z, then you never open this. And my idea would be like, the people who open it will be fucking losing their shit and they're going to be telling everybody and it'll be a huge internet thing. But in EA world, they're like, 
if they're not going to see it, why are we spending budget on it? No. <laughs> so it's interesting. And so, like, th- it's the same with features. A lot of times they just want to, like, they look at this feature that's in your face. And I'm like, eh, okay. Okay, pace dribbling. Wait, what were you going to say? I had nothing of value to add. Great. Fantastic. Pace dribbling shooting is no longer overpowered. Uh, for years, the attributes of pace, shooting, and dribbling have been overpowered to the point where users could abuse them. Uh, now, apparently, that will not be the case. This sounds, uh, first of all, I didn't know they were overpowered. Uh, are they overpowered? And are, so overpowered. Are they so? In, in what way is pace overpowered? Just like Mbappe is way too fast for his own good? Yeah, like the fact that Mbappe is a god and Busquets, who has no pace, is just useless. Um, so if you, like, you would not dare use Busquets, even if he had a great card, because he's just too slow. Um, you, there's this year, the meta, the meta, you gotta, you gotta be meta and outthink your opponents. The meta this year, if you're really good was to use fullbacks as your center backs. Ah, right. That is, so if you're, there's another pro tip. Hey, you want to have a really good team to start? Just put like. Uh, Kieran Tierney is your center back or, you know, DeAndre Yedlin is your center back. He'll be great. He'll be better than an actual center back. So, and that's because of pace. Um, oh, wow. So, so if they could kind of make it so that um, the actual defending stats and pace weren't as important, but defending stats were more important, that would make these players that aren't as pacey and, but are smarter um, way more valuable. We'll see. They yeah. say they've said that before. I don't know if they've done it in a reveal trailer where they've made it such a big deal. So for them to make such a bold claim makes me feel like they're confident in that. Yeah, I, that'd be great. I mean, that'd make the game more interesting. Um, and the whole like, what was it? Uh, player personality being one of their pillars for this year. Um, I, 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 I think that's a good design pillar. I think trying to nerf pace is a thing that's been really an issue in FIFA basically as long as FIFA's existed. Um, it's gotten better every year, but even this year, like pace still wins. Um, yeah. So what about shooting? Good, uh, shooting. I'm curious to see what they mean by shooting. It could, I, I'm, I, I find that, uh, shooting's a little bit too uniform. It could, what they may mean is that, you know, for instance, uh, shooting's pretty imbalanced. If you just do certain things and if you have say a weak foot player, a player who has a five star weak foot. So equally good with their left foot or right foot. Um, those players are so OP this year. They are gods. Um, yeah. It's The weak foot is probably the most attribute, even maybe more important than pace this year, which I can't believe I'm saying. Um, so if you if you don't have balance in that where you know, you're useless and you can only shoot in certain ways, um, that would make sense. Uh, so I, we'll see about that. Yeah, yeah. What about uh, the next thing is natural collisions? Remember when players would collide in FIFA and it would lead to an unnatural experience with bodies flailing all over the place? I do. I think the collisions are pretty doofy. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, there would just be moments where you're like, "Why is the, what is happening?" Like, oh, so yeah. Oh, we had a we had a group game at my last studio, and there was one player. He just exploited that system. I mean, all his goals were like ricocheted off of three players. Um, so it's, this is gonna be bad news for Craig. But outside of Craig, I agree. I, if, if, you know, we'll, we'll see if it happens, but, you know, I, it looks like they've spent time working on it. It looks like that will be better. If they're going to put that on, the, again, as part of the reveal trailer, I suspect it's true. So I'd say that's, that's legit, and, yeah, that'd be a good improvement. 
Yeah, it looks like a lot more hurdling, which is kind of mm. obvious in certain cases. Like, I think it's a smart move. Uh, all right, next up is player runs. EA claims the new player run system is a game changer. I think all these are game changers if you add Game EA. change. With the ability to fully control the player you are making the pass to. So does this mean you can actually change... Like yeah. you're controlling both. How does that work? It's you... it's kind of like the live hot routes, or the playmaker mode in in uh, Madden, where you're you know you break it out of the pocket and you're directing the player's route. It's basically right. that. Gotcha. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, only it's it, that's even more. Again, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, hey, do you remember to hit the L trigger and also to hit the R stick and to remember to direct the run and also do that. So it's it's more for the advanced players and more for, you know, even then, like, I don't remember any of that stuff all the time. But I, I think it's one of those things that it does feel like mechanically it makes sense. It's 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 light enough that you hit L and you kind of tap it over with the R stick. That seems pretty cool. It's one of the problems of triggered runs is that, you know, what generally happens when you trigger a run in FIFA 20 and older games, your idiot, you know, player that just got triggered is just running a straight line towards the defender is helping no one. And the run he would have taken by himself would have been actually better. So the creative run seems like it would solve that problem and probably be OP. And sounds to me like something I will practice very early. So, uh, cause it looks like it'll work really well. So we'll see. Yeah. And then next up, which sort of ties into that is through balls. They're saying that uh, previous balls would have been delivered in a basic fashion, but now it's a game changer. Uh, this, I mean, I'm a through ball maniac. I love that aerial through ball. I love the regular through ball, but I do get frustrated a lot. Do you get a sense that this is going to be, uh, awesome? I hope so. And this is one of those things where I could see if they, you know, they said, they said in the pitch notes, uh, that, uh, they're going to, uh, make it so that through balls use more attributes right now and only uses short passing or lawn passing depending on i guess how long the passes i didn't know that that's kind of shocking i was assumed yeah. it used a combination of attributes like vision and other things like that um so a it would make these players with these good stats more valuable right. um you could have a wider range of skill within just the the players so if you do that then that would make a lot of sense that they could make the best players make these beautiful, you know, curved, you know, through passes and stuff like that. That sounds pretty fun. Yeah, uh, that sounds yeah. great. And it I'm, is wild to it. me to hear that about the attributes because, you know, <laughs> last year they were probably like, we're using all this awesome stuff <laughs> to get this done. Now they're like, yeah, we were using basically nothing. Uh, we didn't even have a feature. You just hit the button and that was fine. Um, that always cracks me up because they have to sell themselves out to sell the feature. And last year was terrible, but but this year yeah. I promise. Yeah, yeah. Last year was garbage. We knew it was garbage. Just, you know, twelve months ago we told you it was great. That was a pretty big lie. We were hoping we, you wouldn't notice. Um, next up is blocks. Um, they've endeavored to improve the system so it's less frustrating um, because of the random nature of blocking in FIFA 20. Um, defenders would sometimes block the shutter ball when it was near their body, even if it didn't actually strike a part of their body. Great. Uh, I'm a huge <laughs> fan of this. Like this sounds, so I guess what they're saying is they basically made people into like rectangles instead of human. Is that the nature of how they actually designed it? I think, yeah, basically they were just like, yeah, this kind of seemed like it would have hit a person and the ball would just kind of bounce anywhere and it wouldn't act realistically. It wouldn't right. actually interact with, with the actual player's visual geometry, what it would look right. like would happen. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of unnatural stuff. Also just like, terrible players would just suddenly like the cpu seemed like um 
somehow psychic, you know, with shots. And it wasn't just the best players that would be blocking shots. It would just be any idiot would get in front of the goal and block a shot. Not too fun. Um, yeah. And it really helped uh, the not-so-fun mechanic where... So last year, dribbling was really powerful. So for the best players, they would drop back. So everyone would play like nine men behind the ball. Not fun. Not fun to break down because why wouldn't you? Just There'd be like 10 idiots in front of the ball so you couldn't get a shot off. Um, so if they're, if they're making that more nuanced and more about you know skill and you making the right decisions, that sounds like it would open up the game more. So that, that could be a secretly big change. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, next is competitor mode. A new difficulty mode has been introduced called competitor mode, which you can use against the CPU and matches instead of other levels such as legendary, world class, and professional, etc. cetera. Uh, it'll be the hardest level of difficulty and is a blend of FIFA styles and some of the of some of the best professional. I don't care, but I'm already bored with this. Competitor mode sounds like it's for assholes, right? Like people who are just like violently good at the game. Yeah, so like me. Yeah. Would yeah, you so play I- it though? I guess oh, you absolutely. would, right? This is what I was saying. The, the last tip would be like, okay, if I think I'm that good, like legendary mode, you know, it's it, you can, with a decent team, you can beat them five to 10, nothing, whatever. Right. Um, so if you, if you like a, a very good team, you can do it. So like once you kind of get to the point where like, oh, you're beating up the CPU, um, you're not learning that much. The CPU always has the same patterns. Um, it'd be interesting to see how well this works. I mean, uh, it's not a revolutionary idea. NBA, sorry, NFL 2K5 had this, um, where you would take the profiles of different people. You know, like so. This is not a new concept, but the idea that they're going to kind of pre-populate it. You know, like maybe I could play against Boris or Tex or one of these other very, very good, you know, FIFA players and have them just destroy me or be able to constantly see how they play, so that when I play against you, you'd be like, I don't know what I'm doing. This is terrifying. Right. You know, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. So I don't care if I lose 10 nothing against Tex. I know he's better than me. Um, so, But if I could get like one goal on him and then eventually two goals and someday say I can beat him, that sounds kind of fun. Uh, that again, this is made for sweaty jerks like myself. Yeah, I misunderstood it, but I do like what that... I mean, it does seem like these these companies are seeing... I mean, when you're playing online, it could be tracking something. Of course, the tech yeah. to do that is a lot more complicated, but they're saying that uh, I guess that they are going to be doing that. Which is, uh, yeah, okay, fine. I mean, I'm still, it's still <laughs> we'll see how well it works. like you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it might suck, so we'll see. There are three more attributes, and then you can get back with, to your life. The first one is player animations. It says um, the animation of the players when making passes or shooting would sometimes look unrealistic and jumpy. I remember them calling it the most realistic looking FIFA ever. <laughs> uh, and then uh, now streamlined uh, players will no longer need to draw the leg back unnaturally before making a pass and will instead make the play more smoothly. I'm sick of the leg being drawn back unnaturally. That wow. makes me yeah. want to, when they do We're, it, I just want to reach into the screen, pull their leg off like a drumstick and eat it. I feel like every time we talk, that's the first thing we discuss is how unnaturally players have been bringing their legs back, right? Exactly. Like I, I'll be like, oh man, I just wanted to kind of hang out and, and shoot the bull. And you're like, wait, 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 hold on. You're moving too fast. We got to talk about this leg thing. And it's always the same. We always go about 10 to 20 every, minutes into it. Yeah. Whoever we're with is always like, Jesus, this again. Uh, uh, partners yeah. leaving us, but it is an yeah. important topic. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm fine with it. Yes, have better animations. <laughs> it's the next year, obviously. Okay, next up, skill move detection. One of the biggest complaints from game changers and pro players, I'm talking about you, in past FIFAs was the lack of responsiveness when users were trying to execute skill moves. Do you feel this way? Uh, are you stoked about skill move detection? 
Uh, yes and yes, but also with skepticism. So right. I, it'll be interesting to see what they're doing. Um, it it doesn't seem as much of an issue, uh, for, you know, when you're playing offline. But everyone, especially, I say everyone, uh, but all the nerds, you know, you, you you wouldn't have to go far to find the Reddit post complaining about just the responsiveness of online play in FIFA last year and especially last few years. Um, you know, living in the lap of luxury in London, you don't experience that stuff as much. But, you know, even being in the United States, when you're in like Boston or New York and you're matched up against someone in Guadalajara, it's not fun. And uh, when something in your connection goes wrong and the skill move instead causes you to kick the ball into the stands, right. when you're trying to do a fake shot, not fun. And yeah. this year somehow seemed worse than ever. So if they've made real progress on this, kudos to them. Uh, that would be a big game changer. Really, they could fix that just by not having the fuckers have their leg back so far, you know? Forget the, the rest of it. Can we just talk right. about that for 15 to 20 minutes? Yes and yes. <laughs> All right, finally, attribute booster. Have you been, have you ever, I'm just going to ask you this question as it's written. Have you ever been frustrated when using a one or two star team with the skill level of the players you were controlling? I don't understand that that was a well-written question. Um, <laughs> now there's a mode where you can up the attributes of the players on a lowly team to allow for a better experience while using them. It means your favorite League One team or Australian A-League team side can now realistically compete against a human controlling a team like Manchester United. I don't uh, un understand what that means. Does that mean I just get to play with whatever team I want and they'll balance out? So I get to play with Turdy McGee FC and you can play with PSG and everybody's happy? It sounds like it. I mean, Turdy, it sounds like Turdy Mc, uh, McGee FC can be pretty <laughs> dominant. Uh, uh, yeah, so like, yeah, you could take my Minnesota Loons, Minnesota right. United Loons, and play against Manchester United and probably have a chance. It's lunacy. Lunacy. Oh, oh, yeah. I hope they, they steal that bit. Uh, yeah, they're going to definitely. I guess marketing campaigns. I, this annoys me, but it shouldn't. This is, this seems like a nice thing. But, you know, I don't. All I really want is the NWSL. I just want Rose Lavelle to be mm. at my fingertips and not in a gross <laughs> way. But just I want to I want to play with the Washington spirit. And then I would love to take the Washington spirit against Manchester United um, and decimate them that so attribute booster <laughs> with the nwsl i'm into it without it i don't care i hope they have mm. the women's world cup teams because i do like playing with women uh women's teams um but yeah that's that's it that's all 10 what what's your overall feel i guess trepidation is probably how you feel about a game that you love like you just want it to be excellent yeah exactly uh you know every year you're like oh it's gonna be the best year ever and then you play it and you're like okay it kind of is or no it is not um, right. You know, oh geez. Um, oh, geez. And last last few years of FIFA uh, have been, you know, the frostbite years have been rough for us fans, where we we see the promise and it is often uh, disappointing. Uh, FIFA's uh, EA's decision to be monolithic and frostbit has frostbitten them in the butt, kind of. Yeah. Uh, and but it's really held FIFA back a lot, in my personal opinion. And I, I that is not a unique opinion, um, but. What I'm seeing and the rumors I'm hearing from people who kind of have their hands on the game already uh, uh, have me feeling uh, probably like this might be the best FIFA in a long time. Wow. And uh, what are the next things to be announced? Do they have a career mode and stuff? Like, isn't that what you're sort of looking for in the same? Oh, yeah. 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 I, I hope what I'm hearing about career mode, and this is a big spoiler, and I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. 
what I'm hearing about career mode is very exciting. That's all I can say. Holy crap. What do you actually have some inside information and that's why you can't tell us? You just found the real Reddit page where everybody really tells the truth. Uh, something like that. Okay. I, I have confidence that, that that prediction that people will be excited about career mode is durable. Okay. When we, here's what we'll do. When, uh, when they re- announce this stuff, I'll, I'll give you another call out of the blue and force you to talk to me about it and see, A, if it happened, and B, if you're as excited about it as you want to be. Uh, moving on, we're almost done with the show. Do you, you seem like you would actually have a sports video game memory. Do you have one? There, like, there was this one time I was playing Madden, and it was after my mom had passed, and I was playing this guy who also knew it was a league game and it was an important game. I think he sort of knew what was going on, but there was this one moment where there was a tipped ball and my my tight end ran under it and caught it and then went for a touchdown and it's called the hand of mom game in my mind. <laughs> and uh, so like those kind of memories that stick with you. Um, do you have a sports video game memory off the top of your head? You can always tell me later. Sure. Well, I mean, <laughs> I think uh, the probably, well, I think it's kind of a come. Com- composition of memories which is from from our madden league playing with uh with our friend cat and how she would just ritualistically beat me in madden and i just remember she was also merciful so it was like uh you know like she's just like an assassin yeah like so she'd kind of like kill you but like chloroform you first so like she'd spend the first like two quarters just completely annihilating me and the last three quarters just always running the ball against me just being like jeremy jeremy stop fighting just stop i'm gonna score if you put up too much of a fight i'm gonna throw the ball again and you know what's gonna happen in this story you play cat in the games at five quarters and that's how bad she beat you you literally were like punch (laughs) drunk from the from the domination first two quarters she do this last three quarters but that is interesting (laughs) Cat would uh, put up some serious numbers. Like she would be up twenty-one nothing before you got the ball, and you're like, yeah. "Wait, you didn't onside kick? I don't understand. Did I have the ball? What happened?" What, and what's yeah, going on? It was so rough, and it was impossible to come back because all of a sudden you're down twenty-one nothing, and she's in a quarter defense picking you up. Okay, finally, <laughs> Netflix minute. Uh, here's where we just talk about uh, anything we've been watching. So I'm going to ask you what you've been watching or something you'd recommend for people to watch. I've been watching '70s cinema like a maniac. I've seen Chinatown, Badlands, The Long Goodbye, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Three Days of the Condor. I'm fascinated by it. I've never cared about the '70s. I was born in the '70s. It's like this huge revelation about what the world was like. People were terrible towards women in these movies. Like the writers, directors, everybody was just crapping on women. So let's quit doing that because it's still, you know, it's not great. But, I mean, Three Days of the Condor, I loved. But then, like, he kidnaps this woman at random to, like, help him. But he's just a total jerk to her and never apologizes. He's just like, sit down. And that's not even in his character. Robert Redford's not even that guy. So it's even weirder. He's a dude who reads books for the CIA. And all of a sudden, he's embroiled in this thing. And now he's acting like a jerk to Faye Dunaway. Um, I don't, you know, it's wild. A long goodbye, all of a sudden somebody just smashes a bottle at a woman's face out of the blue because she's young and beautiful and she's just sitting there innocently. It's wild. Badlands <laughs> is a whole other thing. Um, but yeah, so that's what I've been watching. And I'd recommend, of all those, I would recommend watching the long goodbye. It is a fascinating character study, and it's like a twist on the noir by Robert Altman. Um, so do that. All right, Jeremy, what have you been watching or what would you recommend? You know, I just I just popped in uh, on Netflix, No Country for Old Men, for my wife. Oh. She had never seen it before. Ah, oh, it's the best. Yes, it was great, and she was like, "You know, is things gonna end bad for him?" I was like, "Oh yeah, Oof. it doesn't even matter who it is. Yep, yeah, things are gonna end bad for him." <laughs> that movie is um, I because I talked to 
my film nerd friends about it, and we will talk about what the best Coen Brothers film is, and that to me is the best. Like Fargo might be better, but I don't love it as much, but no country for old men. And you can just, like the first two minutes, I'll watch the first two minutes and the last three minutes, and that Mm. will fuel my writing for a month because it's just so beautiful. Cormac McCarthy, total legend. Finally, it's the Patreon Power Hour. Go to patreon.com slash sportsanomaly. Give us $5 if you can. If you can't, I will always say it. Go look at the pictures that we've chosen. Jeremy, I highly recommend patreon.com slash sportsanomaly. You'll love the five pictures that we've chosen. Uh, Somebody (laughs) gave us a whole F ton of money, but I haven't looked up if they've they've told me their name, so I can't name a section after them. But Mm. uh, I will on the next episode. I'm terrible at my job. (laughs) Jeremy, thank you for joining us. This has been the Sports Anomaly. This is our 10th episode, and after 10 years away, we've gotten to 10 episodes. That feels magical. FIFA 21 features reveal everybody's love and life. Uh, it feels like there's no pandemic for these for these 49 minutes. So thank you for your time, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks, buddy.